Ooh-wee. Good call, Rob. Good call having us order in Chinese for our pre-record meal tonight. Ah, uh, it was a good idea, right? I love I like I like just having like a bunch of Chinese food just like out on the table. People could pick at it. You know, you get a little of everything. Uh, it's yes, fun. People. People. Yeah. Yeah. yeah people. Imagine. You know. Imagine other people in our lives. No, 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 <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> anyway, I guess there's nothing left to do now, but uh, crack open my favorite part of the Chinese food meal, that mm. fortune cookie. Yeah. I got a big bowl of them here, so. Oh, great. You know, help me, yourself. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let me just uh, uh, rustle. Uh, okay. And, and let uh, me silently do the same. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, let's all see right. here. What's, <laughs> what's your say? Um, it just says, um, hold on, uh, it's a bunch of lucky numbers. Let me just flip it over to the other side real quick. Uh, and it says, it says Danny. That's hmm. right. <laughs> I okay. mean, what? That's crazy. <laughs> huh. That's huh. weird. Yeah. Uh, that's that's wild. All right, well, let me crack mine open. See what it says. Yeah, please. Oh, oh, oh I opened mine to the right side. Good instincts. Oh, nice. Uh, it, right. it it says, um, is. Oh, <laughs> weird. It that's weird. Should that's, we open the rest of them? I I kind of I'm. It feels like we're at the beginning of a a message here. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's do it. Let's do it. Why don't you oh. Why don't you grab another one? Fine. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I, I got to tell you, I'm not, I'm not thrilled with where this is going, but okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, hey, it could, it couldn't be anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Um, let's see. All right. This one says, um, handsome. Hmm. That doesn't make any sense. Why not? Hmm, I don't know. What what does yours say? Oh, well, mine says um your. I'm starting to think they're out of order. Rob, you mind if I just crack the rest open here and scramble them around, see if I can't make the message? Oh, you know what I've always wanted to do? You want what? Here, you could do it, but I just just like smash them all. You do know? it. You can smash them all. That's great. Oh, great. All right. Hold on, I'm gonna. I have to turn the audio down. I don't want to make a big racket here. Of course, and I'll narrate. Uh, yeah, I don't want it to peaky blinders here. All right, Rob is cocking back his fist. He's smashing down on the table, both fists Donkey Kong style. Tears in his eyes. Oh my God, he's weeping. All right, so oh, fortune cookie. That was great. Okay. <laughs> oh, wait, wow, you don't sound like you were crying. That's weird. Um, all right, so yep. got these all on the table here. Mm -hmm. Just rearrange them. And, right. and to be clear, I have no idea what these are going to spell out. Oh, wow. Look at that, Rob. Danny is dating your handsome mother. What? Ah! <laughs> this, this is how you tell me? <laughs> this week on King Me, you'll float again. This is It Chapter 2.
King Me. Welcome to King Me, the official Stephen King movie podcast. The official podcast of Kinging Me. The official, the official podcast. podcast of Handsome Moms. The official podcast of uh, Great New Merch Idea. Imagine <laughs> a high quality Pima cotton tea with a with a with two halves of a fortune cookie right across the middle. It's a fortune yep. that says Danny is dating your handsome mom. <laughs> Sound I, off if I love it. If you'd wear the Danny's Dating Your Handsome Mom Pima Cotton Tea, no promises on the Pima or the cotton. <laughs> it's <laughs> but, a uh, rough polyester. Yes. But <laughs> Does not breathe. A, the quality of the idea is on par with the quality of Pima Cotton. Right. Do you agree? Rob. Yes. Thoughts on Pima? Uh, it's nice. It it feels nice on the skin. Yeah. Are you are you it, a Pima guy? Yeah. I don't care. I don't care. Yeah, um, I mean, but like, I I was more talking about how funny it is. One or the other. Yeah. I was just more thinking about how odd it is that there's a word Pima and a word Puma. Ah. Uh, <laughs> right. That so is like weird. Number one and number two. <laughs> it is funny that like when they were naming that that cat. That mm-hmm. big, they were like, I don't know, Puma, <laughs> right? The com- the committee, yeah, yeah, the committee, like lions, tigers, pumas, puma. <laughs> What's the story there? I don't know. Well, what else is the official? This the official podcast. Oh, uh, of- this is the official podcast of some old friends just getting together after twenty seven years, haven't seen each other, don't really remember each other, but hey. Uh, let's get together and discuss our lives and the, how they have turned out. The ties that bind, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, is this evil clown like a metaphor or something? Or, For what? <laughs> uh, being scared. Being scared, being, of, being scared of scary stuff. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a powerful metaphor. Ugh. Uh, Dan, Rob, Dan. it's uh, here's what I'll say. It's it's almost Christmas time. Mm-hmm. So this is Christmas, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and what have you done? Is that the next line? Is that what he says? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What happened? <laughs> what have you done? <laughs> it's Christmas, you fool! <laughs> yeah, I, like, I like the urgency though. Oh my God, what have you done? <laughs> so this is Christmas? Oh my God, what have you done? What have you done? What have you done? There's blood everywhere. Oh. Yeah. Um, have you gotten all your Christmas shopping done? Oh, you know me, Dan. I'm a real last minute uh, Sally over here. I got it. <laughs> that doesn't start with L or M. <laughs> That's right. It's an LMS. Uh, <laughs> Uh, no, I'm not done shopping at this point. I still have a couple things to do. Mostly gift cards, that kind of shit. Yeah, yeah. Everyone, just get them all gift cards. That's my... Ugh. That's... All right. This is King Me Tip. Get them all. Gi- just get them all gift cards. Yeah. A little, little life advo- advice from your boys. <laughs> a little life advice from your boys. <laughs> you know what you could have yeah. been instead of a last-minute Sally... What's that? A tarrying Terry. Ta- Terry oh. Terry. Terry Terry? Yeah, that's better. Yeah. 
It's it's more alliterative. I like that. It's eh, maybe lateral. Maybe I'm giving myself too much credit. <laughs> uh, Dan, what? So so where? So this one more what? question. Oh yeah, yeah. Where are the uh, gift cards going to be for? Uh, what are they going to be for? Panera. I do have to get a Panera. Yeah. 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 For uh, what? Who is this for? A, a personal enemy? An arch nemesis? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Enjoy your hospital food. <laughs> yeah. It is hospital food. It though, is isn't literally it? hospital food. Yeah. It's but like people, people fucking love Panera, but yeah. like if they put if if you told me there's a Panera in every single hospital, I'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. It mm-hmm. checks out. All right, hold on. Who loves Panera? Who loves Panera? Yeah. Uh, nobody loves Panera. What are you talking about? You just about? said people love Panera. They do. Well, they, oh, all right. They, 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 wait a second. <laughs> uh-huh. So they they just put a Panera not far from where I work. Okay. Right? And there's also, like, there's some other stuff over there. There's other fast food bullshit as well. That Panera always, it's a drive through and that motherfucker always has a line, like, out their parking lot and into the next parking lot. Yeah, I don't know. People are out of their minds. I think I think it's just because, like, people are sick of eating slop, and Panera presents itself as being a slightly... A step above slop. Just, like, yeah, just slightly better than just eating true, traditional fast food. It's like, I would a pig rather that. have yeah. slop or an apple core? <laughs> right yeah like they a brown apple brown there. apple core i'm taking i personally am taking the app this piggy's taking the apple core for sure <laughs> yeah no totally <laughs> no i i i've eaten at panera you know however many times 10 times in my life and every time i'm like this is like it presents itself as like hey do you want like a turkey and cheddar cheese sandwich on whole wheat and you're like yeah, that seems like pretty normal. <laughs> and then like, you get it, and it's, it's like it's actually oh. not normal. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. they, it's, it's like they're like, all right, hold greasy. on, let me <laughs> let me run over to Starbucks and open up one of those sandwiches in the cold case <laughs> and put that on a plate for you. Yeah, yeah. let me get let a, me go to the the college the community college dining hall. Yes, and get you. I mean, some that's, Sodexo food. That that is, I believe, that's who it should be for. I, I think. Grown people probably shouldn't be eating Panera so much. But, you know, if you're in the hospital or a college student, Panera is probably your best bet. <laughs> if, yeah, if you're on the, if you're, yeah. if your if life is firm. ruined or you're ruining your life. <laughs> yeah. Then, or, yeah. If your life is already ruined or you're ruining it and you just, you're not, you're, you're you just don't know it yet. Right. <laughs> What's, um, I think it was probably it must have been Doughboys, but whatever guest they had talking about it said that that's like a place you go to Panera to <laughs> like just sign the divorce papers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> or like have a conversation about like putting your parents in a home, that kind of thing. It no yeah, good it, news at Panera. No, there's no, no, I mean, how are you going to give somebody good news over like a fucking cheddar cheese soup bread bowl? <laughs> Ugh. Now, here's an idea. Yeah. Uh, Pantera bread. Ah. I'd go there. Well, Pantera, I mean, they do, they're doing that reunion tour right now. Is that right? Yeah. 
I mean, even though, you know, Philip Anselmo folded up the swastika flag (laughs) for a minute. (laughs) That's cool. (laughs) That's pretty cool. That's why I'm going. I'm going to see the worst guy in the band and not the guy who, not the best guy who died tragically. (laughs) Right? Right? (laughs) That's right. Um, Yeah, you know. I'll tell you what, though. These days, people Mm -hmm. are so woke, Mm -hmm. they'd have to call Pantera Pantera X. So it's like gender neutral. Like, like. Latinx. Latin Latinx, yeah, yeah. yeah. Eh, it's just cause they're it's just cause people are so woke. I mean I people are so woke I, these days, Pantera's getting a gra- a Grammy because every musical artist is getting a Grammy. Everybody now it's listen, a participation trophy. Right. Everybody gets a Grammy. Uh nobody is male or female anymore. Uh fucking yeah, you uh nothing. Nothing I'm matters scared. anymore, Dan. I'm scared. And this has been right turns. How many genders are there, Dan? Oh, God. Okay. Not a huge Biden guy over here, but truly one of the most endearing things that man's ever (laughs) said was when someone asked him that, and he said at least three. (laughs) (laughs) That's truly just like doing the best with the information you have. That's so that's so good. <laughs> uh I don't know, at least three. Okay. I mean he's, yeah. he's not wrong. He didn't say two. Yeah, yeah. That was pretty good. <laughs> I, I saw there's a video, it was like uh, so some guy who was at a uh I think it was a, like some sort of a trans rally and he was the guy was against these you know, these people, right? And he's interviewing people, he's trying to it's so like some gotcha yeah. journalism yeah, bullshit. Yeah, the dumbest right? guy you could possibly imagine trying exactly. to outwit anybody. Yes. Yeah, classic. <laughs> and he, and he, he he walks up to somebody and he's like, "How many genders are there?" And he shoves the mic in his this guy's face and he's like, "I don't know. I just got here." And, that's <laughs> it. and then he walks away. <laughs> oh wow! Which is like that's a perfect answer. <laughs> yeah, that's really good. <laughs> Still kind of getting my bearings. I'll I'll get back to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm still figuring it out myself. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of um, evil clowns, neutral, like, uh, yeah. like that man going to yuck everyone's yeah, yeah. yum. Uh, this week on King Me, mm-hmm. we're going back to Derry. Uh, the the. The lovely town of Derry, Maine. Derry calls to you uh, or whatever, right? You yeah. see that on the storefront window? Yeah, it calls to you. It calls to you. Um, it's in chapter two, 2019. Yep. We're, we're closing the chapter. Was this um, uh, released yep. pre... Yeah, pre-pandemic, 2019. Pre, that's still... Pre-demi. Pre-pandemic. Pre-demi. Um... And look, I'm just going to say right off the bat, this thing stinks. <laughs> <laughs> Much like yeah. the sewer Pennywise lives in, this thing yeah. stinks to high heaven. There, I do, there are a couple of parts that I think are not terrible, but I would say that most of this movie is not good. 
Yeah. And it's a, and it's like, it's a shame. <laughs> it, it's a damn shame. <laughs> it's a damn shame. Let's, let's talk about, let's start off on a positive note here. Okay. What do you like it? What do you like about this? Um, what do I like about this? Great question. Um, see, like, I mean, this is sort of, this is a double-edged sword, right? I like, stay with me here. Let me finish. I like the casting of Bill Hader as Richie. Okay. Yeah. He's, I mean, yeah. but the, oh. the pro like I, I do like him, but oh. I feel like they lean on Bill Hader way too much in this movie. And totally. Like, uh, he's, you know, I, I get it. Like he's the jokester or whatever. Um, but the guy has like, uh, I don't know, too many lines say like yes. Bill, the James McAvoy character is kind of the main character. Um, and or, he does or like him and Beverly, like the two of them are kind of the leads and the, the rest of them are still, you know, main characters, but it's an ensemble, but like, I, I don't know. I, I always felt like we were supposed to be following them. And then, you know, with, with Bill Hader, they just, they give him like, um, you know, button a button joke on every single scene, totally, and, and it just it becomes too much. Beep, beep, Richie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. Uh, to your point, I feel like so. Beverly is the I think last member of the club that we catch up with in the beginning. Yeah, and just beyond that, she gets like Jessica Chastain as Beverly gets like nothing really to do seemingly. Yeah. Except for her one trauma nightmare scene when they're running from it, which also kind of sucked. It didn't really. Right. Yeah. Right. The bathroom stall thing. And then also like, um, James McAvoy as bill Mm -hmm. also, despite having right. Like he has that sequence where he chases after the kid in the fun house. Right. And even with that, it feels like he's off to the side, right? Because that's like a little side quest that he yes. just goes on that's um, right. kind of tangential to the broader plot, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's like his personal strugger, struggle, <laughs> excuse me, struggle. <laughs> and yep. it doesn't really sort of organically mesh with right the rest of the story. The rest yes. of the story. Uh, I, I also, I think that I know casting Jessica Chastain and James McAvoy in this is incredibly distracting. <laughs> I like, well, considering that the other members of the, of the gang are Jay Ryan, Isaiah Mustafa, mm-hmm. James Ransone and Andy Bean. Yeah, right. Totally. Yeah. Like that, even like right. Bill Hader, like Bill Hader's Bill Hader, but he's like, he's, a character, right? Like yes, right. Jessica Chastain and James McAvoy. I know, I know McAvoy's like a fucking ham when right. he wants yeah, yeah. to be, right? Um, the, the glass and right, the yeah. He's like good. Um, I, I think of him as like good Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Okay, you know, uh huh. Um, very enthusiastic, but a little better with the execution, right? But um, yeah, they're both like lead actors, and so. See, like, th- right, that's the thing, like, uh, I don't, if they had cast, say, Bryce Dallas Howard instead of Chastain, 
<laughs> like that hey. makes more sense to me, right? Uh, Get a little eye candy in there, right? Yeah, I mean, like they—they're kind of—they have a. I mean, they're very similar. You know, How they so? have a similar look or whatever. Oh. How so? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but also, yeah, I like, I, I feel like th- th- these two actors are kind of above this, and I feel like it would have been. Uh, these characters would have maybe popped a little bit more if they were in the hands of like more of a character actor kind of a person and could, they could do a little bit more with it. Like every time McAvoy stutters, I'm like, I know that you like, I don't believe you. (laughs) You Yeah. I know that you're James McAvoy. (laughs) Right. Yeah. (laughs) There's no getting around that fact. Right. You are the last King of Scotland (laughs) forever and always (laughs) forever and always. Right. And like, and the other, so like the guy who plays Mike, um, Isaiah Mustafa, Mm -hmm. I thought, I thought he was a little weak in, in the role. I thought there was like, and I think it's more the writing of the character. I fully agree. It's Uh, like, it's really not clear. Like what, what his motivation or like, I, I don't know. It's, or what he's been what his mental state is mm-hmm. also, it seems like he, like when he's, when he's taking the chair and he's bashing the table at the Chinese restaurant mm-hmm. and he's saying the, this isn't real. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, I don't know. It, so the character is looking at these things and he realizes they're not real. So he's trying to convince everybody they're not real. So he takes the chair and does a crazy thing and bashes the table and makes a huge scene. Yeah. And you're like, I, this isn't, I don't know the explain, you know, convincing everybody that's not real and, you know, destroying this, this table and room and whatever. It's like, I don't know. These two things don't equal each other. Right. Like he's, you know, unfortunately, as we learn later, I have not. So I haven't read it. I would love to know if this little bit is in the book, but we Uh, find out later that he has gone on a, Native American vision quest. Um, That's crazy. To find out how to destroy Pennywise. That was the most psychotic thing I've ever seen in my life. If that's yes. in the book, just don't do it. <laughs> like that didn't. Oh boy. But 100%. like to your point. To your point, right? It's like he. I feel like the better execution of this character is like obsessive, but and like seems crazy, but there's like a logic to what's happening. Yes. Right? He should have been like, you know, if he understands what's happening here in the or like in the Chinese restaurant, why isn't he just like pick up like one of the little monsters on the table and just be like, it's not real. Yeah. Right. Um, like something. Yeah. Right. Like, with all, you know, he's the one who stayed in, in town, right? Mm-hmm. He's the one who's been following this, and he's the one that knows that uh, it has come back. So he's the one who tries, who rounds everybody back up, right? Yeah. He, so, but he lives in, in like, an abandoned uh, library. That's his home. So it's like, I mean, and he has been obsessing about this for the past 27 years. Right. So, like, he should come off as, like, someone who's obsessive and like, you know, but then like the, the more they go on or whatever, or the more these people start remembering things or whatever they should, the, then they come to realize, Oh, he's not crazy. He's 
actually, um, he knows just a lot about all this stuff and we should actually be listening to him. Yeah. You know? And, and instead, like by the end of it, everybody's kind of like, fuck you, Mike, for bringing us here. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Which like, I, I think again, like I don't even ab- object to that at a certain point because like the whole thing is shot through with them being like, this is a bad idea or whatever. Right. And that's fine. Like, I think that's like, right. That makes sense. And, but yeah, it's just like his, I I mean, a lot of it is like the, the pacing in terms of like the plot. Yeah. But also just like the character arcs, they're not smooth. Yeah. They sort of, they're craggy. Right. Yeah. So like yes. Mike is in one spot character development wise until he shows until he doses bill with um ayahuasca or whatever the fuck and (laughs) and shows him what he knows about pennywise right um and yeah i don't know it just yeah i uh, also just like i don't know there's just so much like stray stuff right it just feels like there's like character debris like Richie, Richie being gay just feels like thrown in the pile in like, what? Yeah. Like it's, uh, it's hinted at, it's never, it's never really explored at all. Mm -hmm. Um, and there's never like a moment where, um, you know, he's able to like tell his friends this and they like, and they, cause he, like, this is a secret. He's hiding this. Right. And, but these are people that, you know, uh, that care about him, that, you know, they're, they're friends and they still like, they came back to, you know, save this town and save each other and shit. And the, I don't know. It just seems weird that, that it never uh, comes up, especially because yeah. like, as Mike is sort of like explaining the rules of how you beat Pennywise, excuse me. He's like, basic, basically what the <laughs> fuck, dude? Basically, um, you what? What's the ritual? He calls it like a true a ritual of truth or something. Yeah, something something like, that, like yeah. that. So it's like that that doesn't that doesn't come up once. And he right. keeps saying like there are things we're not remembering about that summer. There are things we're not addressing. Yes. So why didn't you address why? that? Why didn't you just do right. it? I don't know. Also, the Paul Bunyan thing. Stupid. <laughs> That's so, like <laughs> the to talk about the pacing of this movie, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so the movie the movie opens up with that that uh, those the gay couple, right? Um, and they're at the fair, which it, this is in the book, and uh, you know they um, there's some townies. Wait a second, townies. Ah, uh, what the hell. We gotta we gotta take a trip down Towny Lane. I'll see you in ten minutes. <laughs> All right. Here comes big bad big. I wonder how much they'd pay for it up to college. Rod, booze, baseball. That's just about the finest smell in the world. Except maybe for pussy. They don't cotton the outsiders, and they probably won't have a phone there either. Looney, looney, looney. What is it that you want, Ernie? I want some Rango. Last town report said you were in arrears in your taxes, Andy. 
They're not retarded. They're disturbed. Guess I'll never be lucky. Hell, I ain't married anyone. Daisy May. Let's make us a baby doggy style. Or do it for money. She got money. She's young. She does it because she likes it. Photographs of teddy bears. Lying in coffins. <laughs> the sweet children of Gatlin have chained the door. Bingo? It's just like the one I used to have in high school before I was a bum. But I got the cancer and she got the change, so ain't neither of us all that fun to live with. Soaks up that cat piss real good. Welcome to Tiny Profile. Welcome to Tiny Profile. What were we talking about? <laughs> what were we talking about yesterday? Um <laughs> now the uh the couple that's at the fair right and they're uh, they're harassed by some like townies right um they like you know throw some uh homophobic yeah, slurs like, at them it's like one you know guy in his 20s and then a bunch of teenagers that he's hanging out with yeah the right. one cool guy so yeah you got you got the one like super cool guy and then <laughs> you know his posse of teens mm-hmm. um and then they 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 beat the one guy and throw him off the bridge. Um, which like, I mean, that's like a brutal way to open the movie. Um, but like, I don't know. It grabs your attention. It's like scary because (laughs) this guy, once he's thrown off the bridge and into like this river, he floats, (laughs) he floats off to wherever. And Pennywise is there. And he like Pennywise grabs him out of the water Takes and then just takes like big a old big bite. old bite out of his like armpit yeah, area. Yeah. We see a lot more Pennywise eating people in this one. We do. Um interesting. And then Perhaps. and then we get like all all of the uh then we have like all right, Mike knows that Pennywise is back, so he's gotta round up everybody. And like all of this stuff all of these things are like it's in the book. But I, I don't know. I, I kind of feel like because the original story goes back and forth between when they're adults and kids, right? So this is just the adult story now. Mm-hmm. You lose, like, I don't know, the pacing definitely, it feels off and weird because you don't have that, like, um, like the, the parallel stories going at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have the thing. Like when something slows down in the, the grown-up version of the story, then they can bounce back to the kids, you know? Right, right. Uh, they don't have that here. And they do, um, like, what I think what makes it worse, too, is, like, they do a lot of... um, They go back in time a lot, but they right. go back in time to all the stuff that happened between the plot points of... The, <laughs> Right, it's all just this like it's all it's cutting, all stuff that happened. Yeah, after, it's all stuff on the the cutting room floor or whatever. Right, it's stuff that happened after it, it, the first movie and like that summer. So like it shows them like hanging out in like an underground fort that they made mm-hmm. and like all of this other stuff, which like I don't know, I couldn't stand any of that stuff when they were kids in this version. Uh, yeah. Like well, cause every, it, every time it, they went, they had, had a flashback. No, it just like drove me nuts. It had no stakes or perfect purpose. It really was just like, it was like listening to, it's like you're hanging out with someone who's hanging out with, and 
they're like an older friend is there, like someone they've known their whole life. They start talking right. about like high school or whatever. And you're just yeah. listening. And it's like, yeah, <laughs> you're, you're really just getting like, uh, a snippet with like insufficient context. You know, it's like this, <laughs> yeah. like we're seeing this fort for the first time. This was nowhere in we the never, yeah. story uh, of the first movie. So why right. is it important? How can you right. tell me this is important when it's not important? <laughs> right. Like they go to the fort when they're adults. Right. And then Ben falls and he falls like into the, the, the fort or whatever. Right. And then we get the flashback of them, like going to the fort for the first time, which we haven't seen before. And we don't have any sort of like connection with. No. And by the end of that scene, we still don't because all yeah. that happens is that any Eddie is like the fucking building ex- inspector. And all he does is like point out structural weaknesses in the fort <laughs> and then like, ridiculous. and then break like a ball a paddle with a ball on a string that what's that right. called? Uh, it's just a ball and a, a ball on a paddle ball and a paddle. He just yeah. like plays with that toy and then breaks it. And then right. for no reason, we cut to fucking uh, Ben finding the ball and just being yes. like, Oh yeah, I remember that day. Okay. All right, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, so in, uh, so everybody's, this was the other thing too, was like, I don't know, the, in the original version, in the miniseries that we watched, right? It felt like everybody as adults, uh, they were kind of um, varying degrees of failing, right? Mm-hmm. In their, like, Bill was a writer um, and he was working in like movies or TV or something like that. But um, I don't know. It seemed like something was going on with him in the first one. I can't remember. But in this one, it's basically like everybody's like, yeah, that was a great story. I hated the ending. Right. Which is like a Stephen King thing. Like everybody tells him that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Or that's like the main complaint. Yes. Um, Apparently, Ben is supposed to be an alcoholic, which I didn't really. I didn't get that. I all <laughs> right <laughs> like not even a do little we bit. see him drink even once there is one time when he's drinking in there's like when we first see him uh and he's like doing that video conference meeting with like the board of directors yeah yeah <laughs> and he he has like you know like two fingers of whiskey in a glass and that's it which <laughs> you know? which richie also requests and yes. then guzzles before he goes on stage for his big stand-up show. Right. Um, yes. Yeah, so Ben it, is right. like, and ben, Richie, ben is and that, just like, right. No, oh, Richie is oh, like a successful oh. comedian. He's like a successful stand-up right. comedian. He's selling out theaters. Also the idea that he would like flub a joke and then someone in the crowd would instantly turn on him, even though they're clearly <laughs> there to see him. Also right. the fact they, that that right. show was happening while it was still daylight out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a, it's a three o'clock show. Right. Um, a matinee. And then like, I don't know the stuff with Beverly too. Um, the, so like we know, in the first, you know, in the book, in this, in the miniseries or whatever, she's in this like horrible, abusive relationship, right? And in this, we definitely see a glimpse of that. But there's, you know, and like the guy, it, it's so, it's strange. It comes out of what seems like nowhere. 
you know, yeah, well, there's like a purpose, there's a purposeful misdirection with that. Right. Yes. Which is obnoxious. Mm-hmm. Like, it, so like into the middle of the night, she gets the phone call and she's got to pack her bags and go. Right. So she's packing her bags and then the husband catches her packing her bags. Right. And as the viewer, we know that this is a bad guy. So we're like, oh, shit. And then he's like, oh, no, it's fine. Yeah, it's totally fine to go to Derry to see your friends and whatever. Um, you know, just let me know when you get there or something, right? Like, super chill about it. Yeah. And then, like, and then he grabs her arm and he's like, and then he's like, why are you lying to me? Right. It's like this real fast turn. Yeah. And at no point is she scared. Like, if he's the guy that's going to be like, why are you lying to me? And then hit her, Right. I have to imagine this has happened before in their relationship and the whole nice guy thing, like the way that she is playing it isn't like somebody who is in an abusive relationship, let's say. No, right? she's playing it like she knows she's it's almost like she's been practicing this exact sequence of fight moves. Right. And that yes. that is like I think that's also like a broader problem with the movie is like all of the chase scenes and like the confrontations with Pennywise or whatever, it all is kind of shot like an action movie or something. You know what I mean? Like Uh it, it it actually undercuts the stakes because it's so stylized in that way that it it just like the visual language of it is just like, you're watching a movie. Right. And the type of movie where your friends always win. You're good guys. Always win. <laughs> right. So it's like, and I, I don't know. I really felt it even just in that domestic violence scene, which is not how that should be shot right. at all. Like, yeah. you know, it's right. It's, it's played as like some sort of, right. Like a, like it could have been set to like fight song. <laughs> the the right. way she just like fucking kicks ass, like immediately. It's crazy. It, it doesn't, and look, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not here saying like, I wish women would suffer more on screen, but like no, it, no. it is not in any way compelling or believable. Like, I guess I am saying that in this specific instance, because there's no like emotional stakes to it. Well, yeah. I mean like the, it, it doesn't even have to be like, I don't know, like a physical thing necessarily, but like the fact that. I don't know. Like it emotionally the scene just does not work. Right. It doesn't it does not There is get no, I would argue there is no emotion. There's no right. Exactly. Like, and like you don't the, sorry. No, go ahead. Just like you don't you don't see all you know is that she's like they establish that there's a pattern of abuse there just with his action. Right. But there's nothing we don't see how she normally responds, so the yeah. pay, there's no payoff when she finally like clocks him in the head or whatever. Right. Uh, yeah. What if she did uh, it with the t- lid of the toilet tank again? <laughs> she like has like a wooden case and she pulls out the lid of a toilet tank. Yeah, like, I mean, velvet lined case. That'd be great. Yeah. That'd be- <laughs> yeah. I. I don't know. I. It just. It feels like. You know, part of the part of the story is that these these people they grow up right, and they're just like uh, the things that um, 
affected them as kids still affect them as adults, right? Yeah. So like Bev's father was abusive, so now she's in an abusive relationship, right? Yeah. Um you know, Richie, not Richie, um Eddie um you know, Eddie had a controlling mom and now he's married to married a to controlling his mom. Woman. Yeah. Just his like mom, a, essentially. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> a, a BBW who acts like his mom. <laughs> yeah. Um, also I got to say the guy playing Eddie, like incredible, incredible casting. <laughs> like yeah, the, the sort of the way <laughs> I, he aligns I, with the child version of Eddie is like really I, fucking impressive. <laughs> I I actually really liked the the actor. Who yeah, played Eddie. <laughs> it's it's so like it's and the that fact that he's like a, a rich. From, uh, uh, yeah. oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, risk management. Uh, yeah, like he's okay. playing like a New York asshole, but he's so clearly just like trembling. You know, he's like a chihuahua. Right. <laughs> yes. Um. He's also he's the guy. He's in uh, season two of The Wire. That's the uh, the docs uh, season. He plays uh, young Ziggy. Ah, He's, young yeah, yeah. Ziggy. Um, but right. It, it, but like, I don't know. I there's like there are all these like vulnerabilities with these characters, right? And all of these things that have been they've been carrying their whole lives, right? And it really seems like once they all get to that Chinese restaurant, like. All of those things are dropped. Those character traits, all of the the trauma and all of these things that they've gone through or whatever Mm -hmm. are non-existent. (laughs) Like Eddie is still like uh, a bit of a like whatever uh, doesn't want to get hurt. You know, he he's maybe hanging back a little bit. But like, I don't know. No, nobody else is like I I don't get like Ben and like being the. like the the fat kid, and now he's all like ripped, and he's got abs mm. and stuff. The uh, uh, the Ryan Reynolds, what, what's that Ryan Reynolds movie? Just Friends. Oh yeah, the Just yeah, Friends. Just arc. Friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <the> Just Friends. Arc. <laughs> I I don't know. I just wasn't convinced by any of this stuff. You know. Yeah, uh, I fully agree. And then, so once they so they they have that whole Chinese restaurant. Uh, scene right where like the fortune cookies they start you know giving birth to all these like weird grotesque little creatures um and then after that like they they all have to like they have to go on a quest like individually to find their i think they're called tokens right art you might say artifact are they artifact? They, they I, might I be artifacts. Remember. It's something like that. It doesn't matter. But th- that alone is like an hour of the movie. Them all like going on their own separate journeys. Like it's like a video game. Like okay, you have everybody has to split up and get their thing, and then we'll regroup. You know. But it's an it's like it's a long fucking time that they're right. out there looking for their shit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I I. Uh, I don't know, man. I like they could have taken all of that out. I agree. Like it, it it's it it's literally just an no, excuse. No point. Right. The only function it serves is to recreate those set pieces from the first movie where they all have like their individual traumas. Right. And that, fu- that sucks. It does. 
And you know what? You know what's even worse is like it turns out the the best constructed scene in the movie is also the one in the trailer, where Beverly goes to the old apartment, yeah. right? And with that old, that lady. old lady, which also just gonna say it, not even that good. <laughs> I know. Not even that good. <laughs> Especially like, what'd you think of the monster reveal? Yeah, it's terrible. It's pretty bad. I laughed. I LOL. It literally, like, okay. So (laughs) that looked like it was downright Burtonian. It looked like a fucking Tim Burton thing. Yeah. And then also, I would say, like, so much of the CGI, like, I I can't even explain why, but it did feel like the Tim Burton Alice in Wonderland movie. Like, a lot of the Pennywise stuff. Like, had that same sort of just, like, uncanny valley pleasantness. Yep. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah. So yeah, that sucked. Um, th- I, I, th- I, I, don't, I think one of the big problems, and this was like this. I, this was something that I thought in the first one too. Was like it. The the first one had just like all the scares, or most of the scares are just were just jump scares. Right. It's just like okay, we're watching this thing. It's quiet, and then there's a loud noise, and something jumps out. <laughs> yes. And this is basically the same thing. Like that that scene with Beverly in the apartment with the old woman. Like when she's when Beverly's like looking at pictures or something and you see the old woman like kind of like creeping around yeah, in the back yeah. and like peeking around Mo- the fucking moving all herky jerky. Fucking creepy as totally. hell. Totally. But also even that was they did it too many times. That, right. That scene could have been yes. probably a two minutes. They could have cut one of the beats of yes. the old woman insisting that she stays. Right. Or the old woman like staring, you know, like yeah. when she's like telling the story and then she like just stops. Yes. That also the beginning of the scene, like when she first, you know, cause like she goes, she goes to the apartment or whatever, looking for her dad, the, yeah. the old lady, old lady Pennywise tells her that, her dad is dead. She's like, but why don't you just come in? I feel, you know, I feel terrible, whatever. Just come in, convinces her to come in. And then the last thing before she closes the door, it's almost like the end of the thriller music video. (laughs) She just sort of just like, does like devious impish smile as the door is closing. She might as well just look down the fucking barrel of the camera and just like, give it like a, an evil grin or a wink or something. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Tell you how I would have uh, written this scene. If she'd been like, I, I actually knew your father. Uh, right? They talk about it. The information gets too personal. She realizes something is wrong. Yeah, man. I don't Could know. Nice. Like, it's like, it's it's the Hitchcock thing, right? Like, if, uh, if nobody knows there's a bomb under the table and it goes off, that's like a surprise. Mm-hmm. But if everybody knows there's a bomb under the table and All right, there's yeah. like a ticking clock, fair enough. That's that's suspense. But like, uh, it it has to be. You have to pick which one you're gonna do. And I feel like they picked the wrong one in this situation. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, because like, like, I mean, you can kind of have it both ways though. Like, I just think the better way of doing it is not revealing immediately up right. front that that's what she's walking into. Like if the first indication of her being like some sort of evil Pennywise thing was like that weird herky jerky thing she does in the background, scary as hell, scary as scary hell, as hell. Man. especially because like, and I almost wish they hadn't done this, but the camera like pans slightly to like yeah center that, 
uh-huh. if it had just been that moment of like Jessica Chastain in focus and then like yep. deep out of focus, you just see this like <laughs> horrible thing moving in the shadows. That's right. how you do it. That's how it's done. That's how you, right. It's like, it's about restraint. I think, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and yeah. And, and this like, movie is really hurting for like, there is no restraint whatsoever. No, they it truly, <laughs> yeah, the, it feels like first- every fucking scene for most of the movie is just building to a jump scare. Yes. Right. Like there's no every and, single scene and when, all the character uh, stuff suffers for it. Like there's never like a right. quiet moment between characters, even like, you know, there's like that exchange between Beverly and bill at like the hotel. And that gets mm-hmm. interrupted by a spooky skateboard rolling down the stairs. <sighs> that spooky skateboard, that spooky Wait, skateboard. And it's just, there's just blood on it. It's and then it, the blood, you know, like just, it floats, floats right. It yeah. goes up. And then like <laughs> the, the Beverly and uh, Bill are just like, they're yelling to whoever's upstairs. And I'm like, okay, we have to go. <laughs> like, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. It, all of uh, the scares in this, I don't know. They just don't, it, it's, uh, <laughs> It's the Stranger Things problem, right? Like, it's... It sucks. Uh, it sucks, <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. I, and I, I do believe that that's why they have so many uh, scenes with the kids in there is because of Stranger Things. Because, like, okay, the first movie was basically, like, okay, it's just the kids. It's versus Pennywise. Like, that is in the book. Yeah. But we can make this, like... You know, we can... Ri- like, Finn Wolfhard is in this movie. We can ride the... Stranger Things wave here, yeah. With this, and you know they're trying. It, it feels like they're trying to grab some of that as well in this one. Which is, I mean, it's such a mistake. Like, right? Just have them be adults, you know? Like the the sort of because you you can feel that they're like they're going for, and I think kind of effectively achieving like over the course of the movie, they sort of like revert a little bit as they get more mm-hmm. comfortable with each other as like right. the situation progresses, like they all start acting more like the kid versions of themselves, like the, yes, you know, the artifice of adulthood gets kind of stripped away, but I, I feel like the starting point just isn't clearly yeah. defined enough for that to matter. And I, I think, right. I think also like, yeah, it's all jump scares or whatever, but like that would also help with um, adding some like weight or some stakes. Is just like if if you see like a true sort of character transformation or regression, yeah, yeah. right? It's right. like okay, they're they're scared, but instead it's just like Richie Bill Hader is Richie quipping through mm-hmm. every fucking thing that happens. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, yes, he's, which like, I don't, I get like the characters, the characters, the Joker, right? He's, uh, that's his way of dealing with everything is like cracking some stupid joke in the middle of whatever. Yeah. Um, one, I, the one part we, ha- we haven't talked about Henry Bowers yet. Um, but so Henry Bowers, uh, th- there's a flashback to him as a kid getting like flushed out of the sewer system with like a bunch of other dead bodies. 
and he he got he like comes to or whatever he goes home he's immediately arrested and then he's put into like um you know like a mental institution of some sort loony 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 (laughs) oh we're still in townie profile oh yeah i mean it's a town full of townies that's true all right keep it open um so he got right so he's in the institution or whatever um we cut to him as as a grown-up now still has the mullet um and he sees uh he sees like a red balloon outside so he gets very excited he thinks you know pennywise is coming to save him essentially um when he goes back to his room um the kid uh hockstetler uh, that was in the first one. He was like the tall, skinny kid mm-hmm. who got killed by Pennywise in the sewer. Um, the zombie version of him crawls out from under his bed and gives uh, Bowers his knife back, right? Yeah. Um, and hey, and he break- not going to lie. I actually liked that. The zombie thing, yeah, right? It looked good. Yeah. It it just like felt Every time this, zo- stupid. this zombie uh, hot, hot come pops up, I think it's it's used pretty well. Like when he's driving yeah, the car later. Totally. Totally. <laughs> that's great. Um that's like that's like a weird choice, but like a good weird choice. Yeah. Like to have him be the fucking like getaway driver for all this shit. Um so there so whatever. Like Bowers, you know, he like kills one of the guards and like it breaks out. Um he attacks um Eddie right um stabs eddie in like the side of the face like in the cheek yeah um which i did like that scene where he's got like the knife like sticking out of his face and like eddie's face the whole time he's just like ah yeah he's kind of ah. like yeah just in shock sort of like why yeah, did you like, do that do I have what a is knife it? in my yeah. face yeah um and then, like when he when he climbs into the bathtub and then just like slowly pulls the curtain like, to like hide and um, the fact that it he, works and then, yeah and then he stabs bowers or whatever but then later on bowers is attacking um uh mike and then richie like like uh he stabs him in the head with some like metal like an iron bar or something right, right? there isn't it like there's some like antiques under glass that come out yes. when mike like throws again right. like talk about the needless action staging of this shit like mike sort yes. of like pile drives him into an an like an antiques table and then yeah, yeah. yeah richie grabs whatever's in there and uh gets him in the back of the head death which blow. like so that scene where he like so richie gets him in the back of the head and and then he like he cracks some joke, like some like quick little quip yeah. or whatever. And then immediately is like, he just like, he sort of says like, he says the joke and he's like, nope. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then he throws up. <laughs> he goes, yeah, the joke is, um, he goes, I guess you could say that was long overdue. Right. Cause we're in a yeah. library and then throws right. up. Yeah. 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 It's like, right. It's like a dumb joke, which like, uh, I don't know. I, that part I actually really liked because I mean, just the way that like Bill Hader says, no, like I did this thing. Um, I'm trying to deal with it. Like by cracking a joke. Yeah. That's how I deal with everything, you know? And then he's like, Nope, that didn't work. And now I'm going to throw up. <laughs> I, right. I, it, it's I, sort I like of like the way that played out. Yeah. And it foreshadows that moment, like at the end, after everything's over when they're like in the lake or whatever, 
Um, yes. Which I got to say, like, Bill Hader, such a good actor. Like, yeah. for as bad as this movie is, there was some, like, real kind of... Is that what pathos yeah. means? Like, I just felt yeah. like the emotion of that very, yes, very intense. There are there's some some characters and some moments that actually have some real weight to them. Yeah, um, right. Because like, it's, just a, it's a shame that it's not throughout the whole movie. Yes, <laughs> like totally. And it's like, I mean, the my I guess like my only possible objection there, and like whatever, it doesn't make or break it. But him him killing Bowers like. Bowers yeah. like screamed him back into the closet basically when he was a kid. And yeah. like, I don't know. It feels like that should also be extremely heavy for him in a way that it wasn't. Yeah, no. Yeah, it should. Right. That should have had more weight to it. Yeah, absolutely. But um, um, also, I mean, just jumping ahead, like the, the moment at the end, like, um, so Eddie dies, right? Yes. When they're, when they're fighting, Pennywise or whatever. Then on their way out, they can't even take his body with them because like when Pennywise dies, the lair starts like collapsing again. Why? Another, a a huge, like uh, fucking Raiders of the lost Ark shit. (laughs) Like does not need to happen that way Um, for the sake of like needing to leave Eddie's body behind and like what that does to Richie. That's like kind of good or whatever. Also, I couldn't help being like, how are they going to like explain this to his wife? Oh, totally. They're all going to prison. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, they're not because there's no body. So, right. But they will always be suspected of having murdered Eddie. But yeah. So then they, when they like get to the lake or whatever, um, they're all like, and this is weird on everyone else's part. I got to say they're all like uh-huh. cracking jokes or whatever and being like Eddie, yeah. Eddie would have been like, Oh man, they're, they're cleaning themselves off in this like standing water. It would have been like, you're going to get a staph infection or whatever. And yeah. then Richie just starts like weeping in, into his hands or whatever. It was very nice. Yeah. Very nicely done by bill. So the, yeah, I, well, first I totally agree. I think I, I do think that, even though um, like the quips and all that stuff, I think it's like they hammer it a little too much. They go back mm-hmm. to that. Well, a little too hard. I do think that Bill Hader is probably the best part of this movie. 100%. Um, right. Like, uh, but are, are we so like Richie's homosexuality, right? Um, so when he's a kid, it's sort of like he's playing like video games or something with this other kid. And there's like, a scene where he like, I don't know, the kid's like going, he leaves, he's like, good game, whatever. And he's like, hey, I got another quarter. Do you want to play again? Mm-hmm. And then, and that's when Bowers like yells at him and calls him a bunch of slurs. Yeah, the kid ends up play. being Bowers' cousin or whatever. And like, right. When it's not until Bowers and his, his boys show up that his cousin is like, you know, starts like calling Richie. Right. What, do you, and what if, are you gay or something? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All that stuff. All that. Yeah. Um, so he runs off, right? Um, I don't know. Are we, and then is, is he starts carving like by the bridge there that like that, you know, it's, we don't see it at that point, but later on we see Bill Hader like finishing the thing and it says R plus E, mm-hmm. right? So are we to believe that Richie was like, was in love with Eddie 
Is that what that is supposed to mean? Or is it just like we are just really good friends? It's like we're not out of, out of this friend group. We are like the two best friends. It's not totally clear. Yeah. Right. Um, I uh, mean, I guess like, I guess the, the point might, might just be that it's like, it's like deeper than that or whatever, deeper than one or the other. Right. Cause it's like, and yeah, okay. I, I also think they do a good job of like setting Richie and Eddie up as like the two best buds. Oh yeah. Um, right. Because like, again, Bill Hader is great. And the guy who plays Eddie is also, really also great. really good. The, and yeah. it's like, yeah, it, huh. What an interesting lesson that the two actors who are doing stuff are the <laughs> most interesting people on screen. Right. <laughs> huh? Yeah. Huh. That's really that's weird. weird. That's yeah, really that's weird. weird. <laughs> I mean, honestly, the guy who plays Ben J Ryan, yeah, wettest blanket award goes to Jay. What Ryan. a fucking zero! <laughs> and again, again, like maybe he just you know he didn't get a ton to do, right? But it's like, but you, but grew- that character, yeah, is supposed to. He's supposed to be carrying like all of that history with him, right? Uh, he's supposed to be in love with Beverly, which like there are some scenes where he's kind of trying to show that, but like. I don't know. It doesn't feel like there's chemistry at all between mm-hmm. them. And yeah. we're like, even in the first movie, when the, the two kids, right? The child <laughs> do a much, and Ben, yeah, they, they do, do a, a better, better job, job of that. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, yeah. So, uh, I don't know. The guy who plays Ben is, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's just weird not, that like you, it's like, all right, you're a rich alcoholic And he's like, got it. I'm going to sit stoically. I'm going to be quiet. That's what I will do. I will be quiet. I will just not say anything. Also, like, just sort of like, I don't know. It's kind of weird that he, like, Mike is the one who learns all of this shit. When in the first one, Ben is set up as like the little town historian. Right. right, like yeah, he's yeah. the big research guy or whatever. Yeah, he's the one who's spending so much time at the library. Yeah, he has all that library shit happen. Right, right, and like, yeah, I don't know, whatever. Um, we haven't talked about Stanley at all. No, we haven't, and that's important. Yeah. So I mean, uh, I did think because they were kind of taking. Um, uh, these characters in like slightly different directions or at least misdirecting. I thought that they were going to do the same thing with Stanley and they didn't. Um, <laughs> so once Mike calls Stanley and says, Hey, you got to come back to Derry, uh, where, uh, you know, it, the clown is back and we gotta, we gotta fight him and all that stuff. Right. You made a promise. And he's like, okay, yeah, yeah, no problem. And then he, he goes up into the bathtub and he opens up his wrists and yeah. you know, kills himself, right? I'm going to go with micro misdirection because I thought something spooky was going to happen while he was in the tub. And something spooky oh, did really? happen, arguably. Well, yeah, you know, Pennywise, he loves drains. Oh, that's true. He does love he drains. drains. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's a, a bit of a moving finger that way. <laughs> <laughs> he sure is. Um, yeah, and then, so, and then Stanley... Uh, at the end of the movie, he like wrote letters to everybody. Yeah, he kind of called his shot. <laughs> yeah. 
Bieber is pointing to the pointing to the bleachers in right field. He basically He's is like pointing pointing to the the razors in the medicine cabinet. Yeah. <laughs> well, he, yeah, and it's basically like I knew that if I was, you know, it would take all of us to do this. And if I had if I had gone, I wouldn't have been able to like I would have been too scared. So right. I took myself off the board is what he says. He's like, it, it, it had to be all of us. So with me dead, it's still all of us because yeah. I can't be there. Right. Which is okay. I guess that's yeah, that's a little flimsy for me. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I feel uh, like maybe I, you just like, yeah, whatever. His whole deal was very unsatisfying. It, yeah, I was like, even like uh, the, the, his bar mitzvah speech or whatever what was going on yeah. there. And when he's like, fuck this town or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Again, did like yeah. young Richie standing up and clapping for that yeah. a little bit. That's pretty good. But also the, yeah, the Richie and Eddie stuff, like, I really don't know. I guess. See, like, I don't know. In. I, I, because I, here's the thing. Yeah. You know, I'm not, I'm not here to deny, um, Eddie's expressed, uh, you know, sexual orientation, but mm-hmm. men who love their moms that much. Sure. That's very gay. Well, I think in the original, in the mini series, the Eddie character, I don't think the Eddie character is married. I think he's still living with his mom, if I okay. remember. And it sort of seems like the, it's never explicitly said or anything, but it kind of they, it seems like they're hinting at that character being gay, mm-hmm. right? Um, so you know, I guess they're they're taking it. They're like, oh well, in the original miniseries, you know, it was Eddie being gay, and now it, we're gonna it's Richie in this one, yeah. right? So all right, that's whatever. That's fine. Um, it it feels weird to it feels weird in this movie because it's not in the first movie at all, right? That's there's the no, thing. Yeah, there's no hint of it at all. There's no um, there's nothing, none of it. Yeah, and they have to show like flashbacks that aren't in the original movie with a character we've never met. Right. Yeah. And like, okay. I mean, you're telling me this now and you're showing it to me, but like I watched that other two hour movie and that wasn't there. Like you didn't, that's not a setup. Yeah. <laughs> like you didn't set it up. It feels, feels like a studio note. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. Uh, okay. Can I tell you actually my favorite uh, Bill Hader joke in the movie? Yeah. It's when they're. It's actually when they are in the treehouse, and he's standing in the dark doing the Pennywise impression. <laughs> he just pops out. He's like, "Right, remember the clown? He, he did that." <laughs> That's what I mean. Like, I mean, the, the 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 good moments. They definitely in this movie. They definitely revolve around Bill Hader. Sure. Um, also, some of the some of the worst lines are delivered by Bill Hader as well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I like when they're fighting. So at the end of the movie, they're uh, they they've all like 
They've done the, uh, what is it called? The, um, the ritual of chewed or chud. Um, sure. Yeah. Where you call what you whatever. want. doesn't matter. You call it whatever. Right. They're like, so my, right. Mike went on his vision quest. He's like, this is, I know how to do it. I know how to kill him. And, um, when they get down into the sewers and into his lair or whatever, um, they almost do it, but they don't. And, and then it seems like Pennywise has the advantage and they're like, Mike, what the fuck? And he's like, uh, and I think Pennywise says that like the native Americans who tried to do this the last time I killed them all. Right. And Mike's like, yeah, I know that I know that it didn't work for them. Oh, I, right. Yes. I thought that I like. I thought that there was a reason that it didn't work for them. I thought it could work for us because we're so we're such good friends, or whatever the fuck he says. And everybody's like, the Native Americans, fuck, man, they weren't they weren't close enough friends. Yeah, come on, man. Um, so it, at the end, Pennywise becomes like uh, you know half. Uh, torso of a clown, lower half of a giant spider. You've heard of right? tears of a clown. <laughs> this is torso of a giant clown. This is, this is actually very similar. This is tears of uh, torso of a clown. Right. Um, and so, right. That's when, um, you know, Eddie, uh, I, he, I don't I think he like throws something and hits him. Uh, and like Pennywise kind of retreats and he thinks that he's killed him, but then he hasn't. And then Pennywise kills Eddie. Like, yeah, st- sticks one of his sharp pointy legs through Eddie's, uh, you know, midsection. Yeah, Richie does like a, again, like there, there are some real like weird tone shift moments in this. And there's one we haven't talked about that. I think we owe it to ourselves to address in okay. the one involving Eddie. Uh, uh-huh. but there's also like, Richie, you know, when Richie like grabs a big rock, yeah, sort of cocks his arm back and it's kind of recreating a moment from the first movie, right? Yes. Where I forget what he says. He's just like, I don't know, you clown bitch or whatever. And he's like, right. This is when they all like team up and take out Pennywise or whatever. <laughs> and yeah. as he's like mid quip or whatever, he just like gets the deadlights and right. But the problem is it's Bill Hader. So he makes like a comedy like dead eyed <laughs> right. face. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's sort of like right. doing something with his mouth a little where he's like, Oh <laughs> yeah. Um, well, yeah, that's one of the worst lines in the movie right before that. When he's like, when he has the rock and he's going to throw it and he's like, Hey, you want to play truth or dare? Here's the truth. You're a sloppy bitch. Oh God. Yeah. That it's sucked. one of the worst lines. Maybe in movie history. It's like it's up there with that X Men line where it's like you know what happens when a toad gets hit by lightning, the same thing that happens to everything else. Like <laughs> I got way more respect for that. Sl- <laughs> like calling him a sloppy bitch is so just like it's I like know, that's it's like s- locked into a week, a specific week of the year <laughs> this was filmed. You know, <laughs> not even the year, not even when it came out. It's just like by then it was already. Ant- oh, yeah, antiquated was, yes 100 <laughs> percent. yeah that sucked uh, so bad but then while he's mm-hmm. being deadlighted uh yeah eddie who's sort of been like he's had a few moments where he's been like too scared to help right like right um, yeah yeah who almost richie i guess almost dies yeah. earlier um 
By the way, I did like the Stanley head with spider legs. Oh, you liked the thing reference? Of course. I love that movie. <laughs> wait, wait, when the Stanley head sprouts the legs and then Bill Hader says, you got to be fucking kidding. Yeah, me. I like that. It reminded me of my favorite movie, The Thing. <laughs> hey, also. Oh, wait. All right. Uh, so real quick. Yeah. Eddie. Yeah. yeah. Throw, he like. He looks at. He's holding like a big. It looks like um, wrought iron, like from a gate or something. Like it's ornamental. Oh, What's it from? Well, yeah, yeah. It's um. It was from outside the house, and Beverly gives it to Eddie and says, "This kills monsters." Okay. And right, and then he's like, "It does it really?" And she's like, "It does if you believe it." And, and then he sort of repeats that back to himself, right? Echoing the moment in the Warm Things production, Mike Piazza's Inferno, where Mike Piazza. <laughs> looks at the baseball bat and says to himself, you'll know when to use it. And then beats his dear friend, Mr. Met to death with the bat echoing that. So this, Mm -hmm. yes, (laughs) my little bad guys. (laughs) Uh, You had to be, you had to be one of the 20 people who saw Mike Piazza's Inferno. Anyway. Yeah. Eddie, he looks, he's like, you'll know when to use it. And he just throws the spear or whatever. (laughs) Um, but okay. So not only was there that the thing reference, but there's also that, can we just get one fucking Stephen King movie that doesn't do like a mid movie love letter to Stephen King and have someone say, here's Johnny through a door. Nobody should ever say here's Johnny ever again, especially a guy who's not named Johnny, especially if your name is Henry, you shouldn't say here's Johnny. Right. That sucked, man. It sucked. That it sucked. sucks every time it happens. By contrast, I thought Stephen King was delightful in this movie. Oh yeah, yeah. King Cameo. King Cameo, a, a long forgotten segment on the show. The, yeah, we haven't had one fucking forever. Do we even have a sound drop for that? Uh, is, it, is that? No. Ah, it kind of looks like a black guy. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we can, I can, it can be it that. It doesn't have to be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to remember what other King-voiced cameos are on your soundboard. Yeah, that's, I mean. It's just that. The black guy, huh? <laughs> yeah. It, King cameo. Right. King, King, uh, uh, what, it's the antique store, right? He's yep. the antique store owner. Yep. Uh, and he's putting on a thick main accent, too. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's, it's. Not cartoonish, but no, he's, he's pretty dialed in there. Yeah. yeah Cause yeah. Bill goes in to buy his old bike. Um, and then just like, I don't know. Stephen King is the shop owner. Just fleeces him. He's like, yeah, it's $300. You can afford it. <laughs> like, I guess I can. <laughs> I also, I did think it was even funnier that he's like a fan, right? Like he's like reading yeah, the yeah. guy's book or whatever. Yeah. And, and he gives him the same shit. He's yeah. like, I didn't like the didn't ending. Didn't like the ending. <laughs> but hey, also, you know, there's the meta sort of like, that's what people say about Stephen King. But also, it's very thematically relevant. Uh, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Isn't it weird okay. to you that yeah. Beverly says she knows how everyone dies and then that's it? <laughs> <laughs> she says that and yeah. everyone's like, oh, man. Was was she a precog in the first movie? No, they don't mention it, but it happens when she's in the deadlights. So, 
So she doesn't have like some sort of like uh, she cannot see into the future. It was just like when she was being when she was hypnotized by the deadlights. I think that's when so. she she saw everybody die. I think so, but there is also that weird moment, right, where like isn't Mike like, don't you want to understand why you see things no one no one else can see or something? Right, I, right. It it felt like other people th- like were implying that she had some sort of uh, I don't know. Uh, seer, she was some sort of a seer of the future. Yeah. Um, I guess that explains yeah. why she could like kung fu her way out of her abusive relationship. <laughs> right, she just knew all of his moves. <laughs> right, she was like uh, the Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> <where> you, <laughs> you know how Sherlock Holmes yeah. was. Like I honestly, more people might get the Mike Piazza's Inferno reference than. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the, uh, I don't know. Um, so, uh, right. So the giant spider, right. Um, and, and <laughs> right. They, so they, uh, so Eddie, Eddie is, you know, like bleeding off to the side and then all the, the, the friends, they basically like, um, we have to, um, it, they basically have to like take, Pennywise's power away. Mm-hmm. Um, so they they start. I, I forget what they're like chanting or whatever, but they're basically like they're they're um, throwing kind of insults at him. Yeah. To well, what they I think what it was right. So it starts off. They're like, we have to get to the library because that'll shrink him. Right. It's like we he'll be at a manageable size in the library. <laughs> and then, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, then they're they're basically like they're turning what he appears to them as to scare him. They're taking that and like turning it into an insult. So Mike's like, you're just a fucking clown. You're just a clown. And someone's like, you're just like an old lady, right? Bev Beverly's like, you're just a little old lady. Aren't you? He's getting smaller and smaller, weaker and weaker (laughs) until he's just a little guy. He's just like a little baby Pennywise. He's just a little pa- little baby Pennywise. And then we find out that he's been smoking marijuana this whole time because he deflates. <laughs> That's true. Much he like the deflate. girl on the couch in the PSA. Oh, yeah. I uh, I actually did like deflated Pennywise because it's he's not fully deflated. No, like, he's not fully he's deflated. He's got a flat tire, basically. Yeah. I Right. Like, when... So he's, he does start shrinking, right? They start yelling at him, and he starts getting kind of scared and backing off. But he's still, like, half spider. And then, uh, like, Richie, like, runs up, and he grabs one of the spider legs and rips it off, um, which I did like. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was pretty good. Yeah. Um, and then Mike, uh, you know, he turn, you know, he's like a baby Pennywise. He's mostly deflated. And then Mike comes up and reaches into his chest and, like, pulls out his heart his still beating heart yes his still beating heart <laughs> and then all of the all of the friends they all they all grab onto it at the same time in like a circle and then they just like squeeze it and destroy it and they kill him and and they and that's how they kill pennywise and that's it the, and then the the dancing clown <laughs> well when you say it like that um <laughs> <laughs> There's also I'm sure I th- I feel like there are things I wanted to bring up. Yeah, I mean, 
so we got to talk about um, when Eddie went for his artifact. Um, he gets attacked by that uh, the leper oh, again yeah. from the first movie, and it has. I mean, it's like two of the most drastic tone shifts. It's the one uh, where, like, he's wrestling with this this leper who's like trying to jam his tongue down Eddie's throat, mm-hmm. and then, um, <laughs> and then out of nowhere, like in slow motion, um, the leper starts vomiting this black liquid, and. Yeah. What's the song? It's like it's uh, uh, it's that angel, you know, whatever the original, you know, sampled by Shaggy, the original one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Right, that original song just starts playing, which is like a crazy tone shift. And yeah, and the vomit's like in slow motion. Stops all the. There's no sound effects or anything. There's no like diegetic sound at all, and it's just that. Yeah. Like it's a, it's like a weird, like it's supposed to be played for laughs. Right. But by the time you can even like adjust your brain to what's happening to decide if you want to laugh or not, uh, it just like switches back. Yes. It's, it's fucking crazy. I mean, it's like, it's whiplash. Yeah. It's crazy the way that that happens. Um, that, yeah. So that's very, um, that's very dumb. Um, what, I also sort of like, here. I don't know. What did you think about just like the kid who is sort of, who like pops up a couple times and then is oh, like the one from like the, yeah. Is he, is he real? Uh, well, I thought he was I th- real. Yeah, I think so. But man, it's just so brutal. Like, yeah, I mean, right. He, uh, this kid has the worst <laughs> week of his life. It's capped off yeah. by getting eaten. <laughs> yeah. He, right. He walks up to Richie and like, he gives one. Like, right. Yeah. So at the, at the Chinese restaurant after yeah. Pennywise does his first, uh, freak him out, he comes up to him and he says something just like, this is only the beginning <laughs> or, or like something conceivably <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> creepy. And then Richie's like, listen, you asshole. <laughs> right. I'm going to find you and I'm going to kill you or something like that. He's like, what the hell, man? I j- I'm a fan. That's from your act. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, he's and like, then, oh, yeah. Right. Do you want a picture? And then Bill sees him later on. Right. Because he lives when, uh, in Bill's old right. house. Right. And Bill is riding around on his childhood bike, which should be too small for him, but is not. Yes. And he, Bill, like, goes to the sewer or whatever where Georgie got chomped. And the kid's like, <laughs> just sort of like, hey, man, <laughs> this kid's yeah, incredibly like, chill. And then Bill yeah. has like a full on meltdown. He's like, stay the fuck away from that sewer. No, right. here's what you do. Go inside. You got to your parents. Yeah, you got to move out of town. <laughs> you get the hell out of here. I don't ever want to see you here again. So right. then like he's like, kid's like, well, I got to go, man. I'm going to the I'm supposed to be at the fair right now or whatever. And Bill's yeah. like, no. he follows him there into a fun house and it turns into a Pennywise Moida, which like, yes, honestly doesn't really feel in the spirit of Pennywise to me. Cause when he gets the kids, he's got to like trick them. Doesn't he? Or is it just, yeah, I mean, no, I mean, it seems like he's, he's, I don't know when he's, 
maybe it's because it's in front of Bill and like Bill already knows all this stuff. But like when Pennywise gets that girl like under the bleachers or whatever, he's like luring her in. Yeah. Uh, which he doesn't do here. Like the kid is like, they're in, you know, like a, one of those funhouse mazes or whatever. And the kid's mm-hmm. like cornered basically. And Pennywise breaks through and like just chomps on the kid. Um, yeah. I like, I don't know. I, I, I think we were supposed to feel something <laughs> there and we, I, you know i didn't uh, no, feel anything not. at all <laughs> when the little girl got got i thought that was really pretty good that was more, yes that was like i thought effective um because it was just so violent like yeah. it went from zero to a hundred very fast um yeah. yeah uh what else what else I don't know, man. Uh, not a, not a, not a, not a fan of this. I feel like between these two movies, part one and chapter two here, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like they have those fan edits. I feel like somebody could probably cut together like a really solid it movie between the two of them. Yeah, and uh, it wouldn't have to be this- two fucking three hour long things either yeah it could this be a normal the, movie <laughs> these these two movies are uh longer than the miniseries from the 90s um they they added things to this uh story um that weren't in the book uh unnecessarily in my opinion <laughs> so do you know wait have you read the book i i've read like half the book okay i i i haven't finished it. No. Okay. Maybe uh maybe we read it. Maybe we, we should read it. Hey. Maybe 2023 is the year we start reading books. <sighs> wow. Wow. Something to consider. <laughs> the year the the podcast jumps the shark. <laughs> <laughs> in, in a way that I don't think anyone would mind. No, I know. Right? It's like, <laughs> People will yeah, be grateful okay, that what, we finally know what we're talking about. Yeah. What's the opposite of jumping the shark? <laughs> like, um, ducking the... Uh, what's the opposite? A uh, dolphin. Opposite of a shark ducking. is a dolphin. <laughs> right. Obviously. One, uh, is, one yeah. is pointy, one is rounded. Well, there you go. Shark's got points. Um, so, I don't know. Is there anything else... You want to talk about about this movie? Any other scenes? Any major plot points? I just want to say um, that I mentioned it. This is a loose thread I, I felt crazy about since I said it because it's such a big thing to leave dangling if you haven't seen the movie. But I mentioned yeah. Paul Bunyan and then didn't oh, follow yeah, yeah. up at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> but yeah, so after Richie gets um, f- shoved back in the closet... Uh, at the arcade right. or whatever, he like goes to the uh, what's it called, just like goes to the park, park. or whatever. He's like kind of crying mm-hmm. or whatever, and then the there's like a big statue of like it's not literally Paul Bunyan, it's like a logger. No, it is. Oh, it is no, Paul, it's Bunyan? Paul Bunyan. Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't see a blue ox anywhere. <laughs> Sorry. Um, and he he like looks away and looks back and the entire statue is gone. 
And then there's a big Pennywise Paul Bunyan swinging his axe at Richie. Um, The only thing about it I kind of liked was in the adult, right? Because like Richie, adult Richie goes back to the park or whatever and gets Pennywise again. And (laughs) the only thing I liked about that, because Pennywise is sort of like taunting him by being like, you got a secret. secret. Yeah, I know your little, your dirty little secret. I did like that all the extras were like frozen, and then at one point they all started like swaying in unison or whatever. I thought <laughs> yeah, that was like yeah. a nice little touch. It is, you know. There's a lot of like really bad CGI stuff in this, and that was just like a nice mm. little practical effect. Yeah, yeah. Um, what'd you think? Of, real quick, what'd you think of Bill Skarsgård? What'd you think of what they did with Pennywise himself in this movie? Um, I don't know. I mean. It was fine. I thought he, you know, it's basically the same thing as the first movie. Maybe more CGI in this. Yeah, uh, yeah. But you know, overall, it's. I mean, it's basically the same. You know, same thing. He's doing the eye thing. He's drooling. You know, it's it's the same uh, same guy. Yeah. Uh, I on, honestly, I do have a criticism here. Okay. Too chatty. Uh, very very chat like. The whole, I mean, something we, I think, liked, uh, something I like, certainly, about these movies is, like, the take on Pennywise and the fact that they didn't try to recreate, like, the Tim Curry. Like, they made him yeah. much more animalistic, right? We talk about how he's, like, a big yes. drooly guy. Uh-huh. And I think by making him chat so much, it sort of subtracts from that. Yeah, I can I can see that. There's that one... I forget which which character was on the quest or whatever, um, but we we get like a glimpse of what Pennywise oh, yeah. looked like without the makeup and stuff when he starts like smearing the like that the white grease paint on his yes. face. I think that's I think that's Beverly. It may I have been so. Beverly. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I kind of uh, liked that. I mean that was creepy, yeah. yeah. Like the, I mean, like Bill Skarsgård with like the like the you know, the back. hairline that he, yeah. yeah, yeah, all of that stuff, and then like cutting, like the scratching, like the the design in his face. Um, yeah, I mean that that wasn't bad. No. I don't know. I, he was yeah, he's kind of a chatty guy. <laughs> in the first one, he was chatty with Georgie in the fucking sewer. Like, yeah, I guess that that's true. Stuff. But all that stuff, it's just like. I mean, that stuff makes sense because that's his, like, yeah, where he's, he's luring a kid, a kid in. in. Yeah, but yeah. when he starts just, like, mouthing off to some adults, doesn't feel <laughs> right. Does not quite feel right to me. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Uh, a couple other things real quick. Um, something that just, just felt weird and off to me. When it's at the end, when they're swimming in that uh, – river or whatever and richie loses his glasses and they start looking for him yeah and ben finds them and he's underwater and so is uh beverly and they share their first kiss underwater and that i just sucked. thought that was i just thought that sucked so that hard. was <laughs> I thought that sucked insane <laughs> Um, I mean, for these like two people who are, uh, let's see, like in their early forties, right? <laughs> right. Uh, 
it's like you're have, not like to that's uh, like as adolescent that's like uh, giving someone a hand job in a hot tub it's just you don't do it after you're 12 <laughs> years old or whatever that's right <laughs> totally um, um you know what's funny actually Paige was like not in the room for most of me watching uh, this movie but came out for that and was yeah. like it was sort of like an escalating disgust thing where she first they open their eyes under the lake water and she's like oh no <laughs> yeah it, and then it's all like green and murky <laughs> yeah. and shit. <laughs> he's like no no don't do that yeah. it's very gross <laughs> i'm on eddie's side here that that river is gross and you're probably going to get some sort of an infection um yeah everybody sort of like goes their own uh goes back to their lives right um uh, what's the name? Bill uh, starts writing a new book about, you know, his friends and it and all of that. Um, in the in the trivia section on IMDb, it says that that room is is the same room from Stand By Me at the end with uh, Richard Dreyfus. You know what I say uh, to that? Okay. Did you find that interesting? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh huh. In the in the interest of time, I did not find that interesting. <laughs> um, and then uh, and then Mike Mike leaves town, which I don't know. It should have a bigger impact since he spent the last like twenty seven years here obsessing over like Pennywise and pouring over all of this stuff and living in this library and all of this shit. It should have more of an impact him leaving town, which I feel like it just doesn't. Yeah. I agree. Um, it's just something that happens. I fully agree. All right. You want to get into segments? Let's do it. All right. Oh, that hurts my parts. How do you choose? Oh, Danny. How do you choose? So I, <laughs> I really, I really did not care for that, uh, thing reference at all. <laughs> I thought, uh, the, yeah. the spider head. I thought you then, loved uh, the movie, the thing. I love the movie, the thing. It's one of my all time favorites. So you should love when someone does it again. <laughs> it just does right? the same thing. More, more yeah. of your, more of the thing you love. That sounds pretty good to me. The hey. director of this movie. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, yeah, for me, it is. It's that part. It was the biggest, like, out of everything that happened in this movie, that was the scene. That part, I was just like, ugh. All right, guys. <laughs> did you like? like um, <laughs> did you like when the head kind of scuttles away and they lose him? Then Richie yeah. finds him on the ceiling and goes, "Oh, there he is." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did like that. Yeah. <laughs> this is the thing. Well, like, that's it. like it's funny. I, it when when it sprouts the legs, right? Like that. That in and of itself is like, that's too much of a thing reference for me. And then Richie has the line, like, you got to be fucking kidding me, which is like, that's verbatim what happens in the movie, right? Um, but then everything after that, uh, like them being attacked by the spider head, right? And like trying to fight that off is, that was like kind of a fun, weird, interesting scene. Mm -hmm. And that's, that we get like, um, where Eddie... Uh, isn't helping like he's frozen with fear and he can't help. Um, and then right, like 
they they hit it or they do something and it like kind of like scurries off and gets you know which is the way that it like scurries off is kind of like weird and creepy mm-hmm. and then right when <laughs> when it come pops back up and he's like oh there he is <laughs> it's like this just is like deadpan kind of thing yeah it's pretty good uh what hurt your parts dan i think i'm going to take a page from your book here and say that the here's Johnny moment was like, that was my number two. Cause it, <laughs> here's the thing. It's like, it's so deep into the movie at a point where you're already like, how is this fucking movie still going on? Right. And then to just sort of like disrespect me to knock my dick in the dirt like that. <laughs> like, it, Oh my God. Yeah. It was, is such a blow, man. So, I, we didn't even really talk about the scene, but basically like, at, you know, at a certain point when they're in the sewer, everyone gets split up and Beverly is having a sort of like, she's like locked in a nightmare room where she's like in the bathroom stall in middle school or whatever. Right. And these like giant faces keep, you know, the door will like kind of like swing ajar a little bit and you'll see these giant faces of like all of her enemies from childhood. And uh-huh. one of them is fucking, I think it's Henry Bowers, right? Going, here's Johnny. It is. is it, yeah. yeah. So it's I, like, I think it's, I think it's a young uh, version of Henry yeah, Bowers. It yeah, it is. Yeah. Right. So it's like, yeah, him and his, her dad and that girl who signs Richie's cast and, or Eddie's yes. cast and put something rude on it. Um, yeah, yeah. And the, also the stall is filling up with blood. Cause remember that you remember, Ugh. do you remember? Do you yeah. remember that? She's still, she still hates her period. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, but yeah. the, the here's Johnny. I, it happens so fucking often and I don't know where anyone gets off doing it because I mean, is that line even in the book? It seems like, no, I'm sure it's right. Not. It seems like something fucking Jack Nicholson just said. <laughs> It, it it was right. Yes. It was it was improvised. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So it, everyone's just like, ah, oh, such a big fan of Stephen King. Let me quote the movie he despises most. The right. the adaptation uh, he despises most. I, like, right. And it, to be it, clear, it was an improv. It was an improv line by Jack Nicholson, who's like a genius actor in like a genius movie, <laughs> and and it, there's so many fucking movies that. After that, they were like, that have to use the line, here's Johnny. Yeah. You know what would have been and better? I'm going to pitch an alt that? here for Henry Bowers oh, when please, his big face please. pops up. He should have, when the door opened, he, he should have gone, oh, Captain, I mean, you you of all people, you should have known. <laughs> <laughs> if, if that ever was referenced, like, if, if he did that, I would have... Automatic tense. Oh, yeah. Like stand up, uh, Citizen <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kane applaud at the screen. <laughs> 10 minute standing ovation for yep. anyone who acknowledges sometimes they come back. I don't back care what more. happens in the rest of this movie. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's the best. It's the best one we've ever seen. <laughs> All right. That's a, All right. that's what hurt our parts. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but. Not everything. was. It wasn't all bad, right? We'll see. Danny! This is Shining Moments. Danny. A.K.A. Danny, A.K.A. Shiny Moments. Do you have one? Yeah, probably. I'm trying to think if there's like... I, 
So I, I have one already. Uh, so if you need a little time here, yeah, I'll I think on it. for for me it was the the moment when Richie kills Bowers and then he says, uh, "Well, that was long overdue, right? Because we're in a library, yeah." And then, and then just that up. quick turnaround that uh, because we're in a library, nope. And then, then just yaks. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, that was pretty good. That that made me laugh. It, it was the biggest reaction that I had to this movie. To anything <laughs> in the movie, right? Yeah. Yeah, to anything in the movie. Well, maybe yeah. I'll just be spiteful and say that I liked, um, I liked Stanley Spiderhead. Um, okay. Because I like the That's movie fine. The Thing so much. <laughs> I'm, I like the thing, and I think that it should be in more, in more movies. movies. I think <laughs> what I a think great that character movie should be in more movies. The thing is such a great character; he should be in more stuff. <laughs> he was only he was in that one movie, and then never did <laughs> anything after that. What happened? Uh, it, yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, like real answer. No real answer. I really didn't like this movie at all. Even the yeah. even the Richie stuff. Like I can acknowledge that it's funny because it's Bill Hader. Maybe I liked what right. he was doing his job of the hut impression. The job of the hut. I I did take note of that. I was like, that's. I've heard him do that in yeah. like interviews and other shit. And I'm it's just always like, good. I, it's it's always good. <laughs> it's always. <laughs> um, yeah, man. I don't know the the impression when he does the Pennywise thing that that actually little, is my favorite part. Yeah, thank you for yeah. reminding me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, right, and then he comes out and he's like, "Remember that with the clown?" And he does like the dance, and then he does like a half yeah. When he does when he says he does the dance, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> it's pretty satisfying. It it is pretty good. Um, <laughs> that's uh, all right. So those are our shiny moments. Yes, brings yes. us to. King Tropes. Um, oh boy. King Tropes. King Tropes. If you say that before you just say so, we'll add it to our running list of King Tropes. Why are all the children always evil? What's so many one letters for people? King wanted to. Why are all the children always evil? King wanted to. What's so many one letters for people? King wanted to. Was there always going to be a greaser? King wanted to. You just need to trust this guy's go to bloodline device. Ah, uh, yes. King tropes. <laughs> I feel like I've never been able to make a fart sound that good in the rest of my life. It's a bit of studio <laughs> it's, magic, maybe. It's a good one. Yeah, the when I recorded that, the the engineer took his headphones off. He was like, "That's it. That's the take." <laughs> That's it. Yeah, I did this at um, was it like? Was it called like Electric Ladyland Studios or whatever? Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's where I did this. Nice. Um, King Tropes, Dan. Yep. What do you got? Well, I mean, more of the same, right? Uh, it's it's kind of it, tough because we just did this it, movie. <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, uh, it's essentially the same as the first movie. Um, you got a. Uh, I mean, I suppose, you know, uh, at least Eddie, uh, you know, he traveled a great distance back to Derry just to That's die. That's true. That's true. Um, one of my all-time favorite tropes. I, you could argue Pennywise did as well. That's true. He traveled from another dimension. 
<laughs> that is a hike. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it really is just like maybe we shouldn't have opened up this segment. All right, we'll close the tropes. All right, we're done with our it, tropes. While we're doing spring yeah, yeah. cleaning, should we also close Towny Profile? Okay. I'll be back. I'm going to go make myself a sandwich and then I'm going to go make myself 50 sandwiches. (laughs) (laughs) I'd make more, but I, I want to make sure I'm back with time to spare. Here comes big, bad, (laughs) big. I wonder how much they'd pay for it up to college. All right, cut it. I can't do this. (laughs) It's too goddamn long. I know, I know, I know. I wasn't going to play the whole thing, but I was waiting for you to cut it. <laughs> <laughs> all, right. Uh, uh, what, all right. What else we got in our bag of segments? Oh, you know, this oh. old chestnut. This is where with Slimer, where we Sl- discuss whether or not Slimer from Ghostbusters was in the movie. I don't remember how we started doing this. At all at this point. But, Rob, I will pose yeah. to you the question I pose every episode of King Me. Yep. Where was Slimer? Uh, I don't know. That, that lake or whatever they're swimming seems pretty slimy to yeah, me. Yeah, well, that might be Scummer. <laughs> you know? Is it, or, or Muncher? Muncher. Is that a Muncher? <laughs> I'll tell you where I saw not, I didn't see Slimer, but I saw evidence of Slimer. Oh, okay. Remember where, when where Eddie's having his waking Pennywise nightmare as a kid and he goes into the basement uh-huh. and his mom's like tied up or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, he, as he's going to untie her chains, he like, or they're not chains. She's like strapped with like leather straps to like a medical table or whatever. But he like touches uh, one and he pulls his hand back and he's covered in goo, which I can only assume is Slimer's ectoplasm. Yeah. So no actual Slimers, but he he's been here just off screen, right? Yes. And there right. was Slimer. That of course brings us to our penultimate segment. Uh, penultimate. What are we talking about? The pilot G two here. That's the ultimate pen segment, <laughs> the, of course. Uh, right. <laughs> you a G2 guy? Oh, my God. I've heard people complain yeah. that the ink is it's too wet, doesn't dry fast enough. To them, I say, learn some manners, you know? Yeah. It's like maybe you don't rub your hand all over the page, you goddamn animal. Anyway, this yeah, it's is... A, uh, it's, a, it's a real inky pen, all right? Yeah. And it's a, it's a thinking man's pen. It's right? an it's inky pen, you. it's a thinky pen. Right, it's an inky thing. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, if you're a perfect gentleman, you'll have no problem using it. Right. <laughs> um, this is IMDb. They just cheated us! This isn't fair! IMDb, of course, is where we compare our opinion of the movie against the weighted average user score on IMDb.com. I think 2023 mm-hmm. might be the year we move to Letterboxd for this segment. If there's a way that they like aggregate scores or something, uh, it just yeah. feels like we're living in the past, doesn't it? It it kind of does. Right? Oh man, is that 2023? We're moving a letterbox. We might I be moving it. a letterbox. I love letterbox. I'm, I'm I know on that you shit do all the time. I know you do. 
So yeah. maybe you'll host that segment. Okay. But until then, this is Danny time. Rob, <laughs> 268,000 some odd. Actually, let me get the exact number here. Let me get the exact okay. number. Let me get the exact number. 267,546 souls. Floating souls. Yeah. They fl- they floated over to imdb.com and awarded it chapter 2 a weighted average user score of 6.5 stars. Now, usually I'll defer to you, but I'm so goddamn mm-hmm. mad. I'm so <laughs> Oh, I'm so You're red in the face. Right I am fighting yeah. mad. That is too high by I'm just going to say it. Three and a half stars. <laughs> this thing fucking, this was such a, dr- like, yeah. in the moment, there are some things to like about it, right? We we got through shiny moments yes. without just, like, throwing up the white white towel or whatever, the white flag. Uh-huh. Um, but on the whole, like, my experience, like, getting out of this, I was just, like, so glad to be done watching it. I was like, mm-hmm. I never need to see this again. Yep. It's bad. It's a bad movie. Three stars Ye- max for me. <laughs> all right. All right. What do you think? Well, um, listen, all right. The movie is, yeah. Is it too long? Yeah. Does it drag on in most of its scenes? Yes. Mm-hmm. Is it devoid of any sort of character arcs or emotional development? Yeah, yeah that's for the correct. Most part. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give it. I mean, <laughs> I was going to say four stars. Can't do it, can you? That's too many. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, I can't. Stars don't grow on trees, Rob. You can't just be giving them out to every movie you watch. I, right. I know. I know. I know. Once I run out of stars, that's yeah. it. Uh, I just, every, Once every scene as stars, them as that's it. What happens? <laughs> you don't want to know. Get, Nobody wants to know. You know, no more movies. You're not allowed to watch no the, more movies. That's yeah. it. I got no stars to give. Perumpa uh, pum Merry Christmas. <laughs> Listen, I hated every scene, every flashback of them as kids, right? So that's about, I don't know, 25, 30% of the mm-hmm. movie is that. Yep. Um, I think uh, some of the main characters aren't so great in, in their roles. I like Bill Hader and the the guy, uh, James, uh, James Ran- Ran- Ransone? Ranson. Ransone. Um, but yeah, pretty much everyone else whiffs it. They kind of, I it. actually, he's barely it's, in the movie, it's the but director's it, fault. it totally it is. is the director's he's fault. He's barely in it, but I think adult Stanley does a good job in the way that like James Ransone does a good job of like channeling the energy of the kid version. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but again, he's in five minutes of the movie. So, right. Great. So, um, you said three stars. I'm going to say 3.5 stars. Okay. All right. That's where All I'm right. at. Well, there's going to come a day. 
where you're like, please, man, I, I'm, I'm, I'm desperate, just, even just half a star, and I am gonna, I'm gonna stand over you, and I'm gonna laugh. <laughs> I'm gonna say, <laughs> oh, could have had a half star, you're, but you, you're gonna look up, you're gonna reach up and and beg me for yeah. stars, and I'll look That's, down and I'll whisper, no. no. <laughs> Rorschach Liardi. <laughs> Rorschach Liardi. Yeah. I like it. Um yeah, uh, I think you're being right. way too generous, man. I feel like I feel like director uh Andy Muschietti is never gonna learn his lesson. Uh is that how you say his last name? It's how it's spelled. Yeah, I, I was saying it Andy Amuchete. <laughs> Andy Machete. <laughs> yeah. Um, you, you think I'm being, I'm being, uh, frivolous with my extra half a star. I do. I feel, I feel you're sending the wrong message to Andy Muschietti (laughs) and to say nothing of Gary Dauberman screenplay by. Yeah. I I think both of these guys, um, did a bad job here. Yeah. Uh, It happens. Here's what I'll do. Mm hmm. I'll wish them luck in their future endeavors. Good luck. Good luck, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. That brings us to our final segment, doesn't it? It sure does. Show's over. Show's over. Show's over. This is show's over where the show's over. That's right. Goodbye. All right, guys, Um, make sure to rate review the podcast on iTunes. If you uh, if you uh, leave us a a nice review, uh, we will read it here. If you read us, if you I mean, if you want to throw us five stars and then write a bad review, you could do that. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, If you want to take the piss out of us a little bit. Sure. Um, A lot of people. Have I got a lot of people coming up to me, tears, tears in their, their eyes, eyes. <laughs> saying, you know, I uh, I I want to give you five stars, but I have so many awful things to say to you. Well, you can do, you can still do <laughs> you can, that. You can have it both ways, and also, yeah. Um, any you know, we just talked about how stars don't grow on trees. <laughs> I want to be very clear. Yeah, movie review stars don't grow on trees, right? Podcast, Podcast stars, review stars, yeah, they are abundant. <laughs> yes, yeah. we have. Yeah, we have too many of them. You can't spit without hitting a pile of podcast review stars. So, right, yeah. So leave us a, leave a us review. Review. If you leave a review as Stephen King, that's even better. Yeah, and we'll uh, read it on the show. You know, uh, we just did it on the episode that I guess is coming out the same day as this one now. <laughs> that's right. That's sort of like our Christmas gift to everyone is that we forgot to post Tuesday's episode. <laughs> no, we just, it, we, there was a lot going on. There's yeah. a lot going on. Um, but yeah, sort of, it's just like a Christmas miracle that you get two episodes now in one day. And Hey, right. Since it is Christmas, let's end the episode with me singing, um, both parts of the David Bowie, Bing Crosby, little drummer boy duet. I'll do one part and then I'll do the other part. Okay. <laughs> um, are you going to do that right now? <laughs> <laughs>
Come, they told me, pa-rum-pum-pum-pum. Peace on earth. <laughs> a newborn, that was good, keep going. A newborn king to I don't see. know the rest. Can it uh, be? Okay. So leave us a review on iTunes. Also, guys, check out our Patreon. Oh we have God. a nice Patreon where we do fun things. Um, if you uh, if you're listening to this, you may have also listened to our King Me Babies episodes. Um, check out the Patreon, the King Me Babies. We we talk about the uh, the short stories. We get into it. We we're. We read now. Can right? I we can I pull the curtain back? Short books, a little bit. Some some that was said off the record. Can I put on the record? Okay. <laughs> we finished recording our most recent King Me Baby about um every what's it called? All that you love uh, will be carried away. All that you love will be carried away. Yeah. Great great story. Not so great short film, but fun to talk about. Yeah. We got done with that episode and we said, man, oh man, it's more fun discussing the short stories. <laughs> <laughs> we get we get in our egghead bag on on yeah, that half go. of the show. I hope it's as fun to listen to as it is to record. Seems to be. I feel it, like people have said nice things about it. Yeah, it 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 cuz it I mean it is like it is very fun to uh, record to talk about these stories and to to analyze them to to put on our thinking yeah caps. i also think it's got to be like sort of like sociologically anthropologically interesting as the listener to like hear two dumb guys figure out how themes <laughs> work <laughs> yep, <laughs> right? yep in yep. real time <laughs> you know uh-huh. so uh and then you also get we do we've been doing bi-weekly bonus episodes where we talk about different, mostly like genre movies and stuff. Um, right. We, People make requests. Yeah, we got an episode about freaking Yodorowsky Holy Mountain coming up. That's going to be a trip. But yeah, yep. and that's a maybe, listener maybe request. I'll make, uh, on Christmas, maybe I'll make everybody sit down and watch Holy Mountain. <laughs> and we'll. I mean, you could be like, yeah, that. no, Holy, it's a Christmas movie. It's no big deal. Yeah, no, like Holy Mountain. Yeah, it's like. So it's a. The Jesus. <laughs> There's actually goats in it, which is the devil, as we all know. Right. But yeah, so if you sign up, you get to make us watch the movie of your choosing. Right. We also just did uh, a Schwarzenegger Christmas month where we did Jingle <laughs> All the Way and then <laughs> Christmas in Connecticut, his only directorial credit. Um, <laughs> what a what a wild time that movie was but <laughs> um yeah and, and uh i think that's it right yeah it better be because this episode's as long as the movie it chapter two <laughs> right all right okay let's wrap it up here all right, all right until guys. next time hey a uh, merry christmas and happy holidays merry christmas oh, oh no is that who i think he is that's right. That's um what's his uh, name? Max Shrek. Krampus? No. Oh yeah. yeah. No, uh Oh, Max Shrek? Uh, for, uh from Batman. No, Returns? from Nosferatu. <laughs> Come on. No, I know, I know. What's his name? I know what. Charlie Manx. Uh, Manx. Charlie Manx. Oh, Charlie Manx. Not yeah, Manx. Yeah. He's not a little coquette. Oh, oh Merry Christmas.
Christmas to you all. Thanks. Thanks, Chuck. In Christmas land. Thanks, Chuck. What if we did... Right. Okay, what if we do the drummer boy duet? You do it as Charlie Manx. I'll do... Okay. I'll do it as Javier Bardem. Oh, <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> All right. Uh, do you want to start? <laughs> Wait, whose part do you want? You want Bing or you want David? Bing or Bowie? Um, I'll do... I think I gotta do Bowie, which is the peace <laughs> okay, on earth okay. part, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Alright. Come on When man of of Bueno will live in peace. Alright, we're out of here. All right. Uh, Stephen, Stephen King. King.